0: Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved. Eric Marchin. Kikachu, I choose you. <laughs> Today we are reviewing Kirk D'Amico's Vivo, which is now streaming on Netflix, starring Lin-Manuel Miranda, Narrowly Simo. Zoe Saldana Wanda Marcos Gonzalez Brian Tyree Henry Michael Rooker Gloria Estevan Leslie David Baker and Katie Lowe's and more um Eric yes do you think there's anyone in Hollywood other than Lin-Manuel Miranda that can make musicals nowadays no, or no? not at all <laughs> other than the dear Evan Hansen
1: team I think it's right, I think it's Lin-Manuel fair, Miranda yeah. and the dear Evan yeah, team. yeah 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 how you doing I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I watched this movie. Um, and to be honest, this is, I think the first time I have almost nothing to say. Um, and and you watched a behind the scenes kind of making of, and, um, I don't know how you feel about the film, but, um, yeah I think it's fine
0: fine with it yeah (laughs) like I I I think here I'll say something it may be highly controversial enjoyed it more than in the heights so oh wow um I think it I enjoyed myself more I thought the music was catchier here um I I, I'm more indifferent I guess I had a more passionate response I guess to in the heights because I did not like in the heights um but uh I thought this was a perfectly serviceable you know Children's musical. Uh, I think maybe I'm a little bit disappointed because it's coming from uh, Columbia Pictures and Sony Pictures Animation, uh, where I really, I guess, you know, you don't have the Phil Lord, Chris Miller connection. But I liked what they were doing with Mitchell's versus the machines and into the Spider Verse. That you see a little bit of that in this movie with the 2D, 3D animation and playing with art styles and different things. Well, like even that. the Gabby character um, as well a little yeah. bit in terms of
1: being someone who's nonconformist and also has. has. Has an interest in uh, creating her own little sort of uh, videos and sort Mm -hmm. of drawings and animation. And and so there is a little bit of of familiarity with uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. And it's hard. And it's not fair to this movie to necessarily compare the two in the sense of like. They're doing very different things. Right. But But the, the animation style, as you mentioned, is somewhat similar. And then again, you have a protagonist who kind of fits in the mold of what the Mitchells and the Machines kind of was doing as well. And like, it just kind of feels like, Oh, like if you're, if you're expecting that kind of level of filmmaking, you'll, be disappointed
0: no it's more of just a traditional kids musical and you can see that it's taking elements from other disney movies and different things like that and um i don't think that there's anything wrong with any of that and i think you know most young kids when you throw this on for them on netflix will have fun with the the funny kinkachu and they'll have fun with the music like i i was and like the colors it's very and, bright the, yes. and colorful and and like playful um, and I think it's uh, uh, the representation for different cultures and showing you different things is is really great, which again was a, a one of the best things of In the Heights as well. Um, and I just so there is a lot to like in the movie. I just found myself like I was tapping my feet to some of the songs and and enjoying myself. But the music's more memorable, weirdly, in here than it is in net. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which fair, I, I can't believe fair. I'm saying that, but yeah. I think I like. I don't think this is a very great movie either in, no, in any no, no, means no, no. but but I almost do feel that the the music is more memorable that here than it is in that but I mean the music here is also very safe in terms of what we've seen Lin-Manuel Miranda do I mean obviously with Hamilton in the Heights and and now this and even Moana his sort of angle isn't just sort of infusing you know hip hop and and latin style music it's all about the rhythm and the rhyme and there's always sort of a lot of rhyming and sort of sing song quality throughout the entire, uh, sort of score and, and, and soundtrack that when he's writing, it's like, you know, he's rhyming words together in every other sentence. And sort of, again, in this, you know, his character, uh, Vivo, the titular Vivo is always kind of making a point of rhyming words or using alliterations in a certain way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so i guess we should let people know what vivo is eric what yeah is well i mean as mentioned it, it's a, essentially it's there's a pro, there's kind of a prologue to this and i think that the prologue is the best part of this movie you have a story of a uh, wayward kikachu uh vivo voiced by lin-manuel miranda uh and his uh sort of I don't wanna say owner necessarily because it's almost like this partnership sure, uh, yeah. this friendship between uh Lin Manuel Miranda's Kikachu Vivo and Juan DeMarcos Gonzalez's Andreas, who, you know, is this older musician living in Havana, Cuba, and sort of them going on the streets as, as kind of a vendor duo and making money that way and and sort of, you know, enjoying their life and not living outside of their means. But, um, you know, they, they love music to death. They live and breathe it every day to the point where, you know, like, that's the thing that is, is sort of the center of their relationship, even though they can't understand each other. And even though Lin-Manuel Miranda can speak, uh, English we're hearing we can him in hear English. him in English the 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 through line of their relationship and, and what Vivo talks about is that the one thing that they both understand and what anybody can understand is the language of music and so that relationship um, is very lovely and, and thoughtful and you um, you know, like there's this interesting sort of arc there within the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie where we learn that Andreas, you know, had a life before, uh, Vivo entered the picture and that he used to play for a very, uh, famous musician voiced by Gloria Estefan, who, you know, a lot of people will know Gloria Estefan is a, a very kind of influential, uh, musician from the 1980s, uh, onward, uh, and sort of that relationship that, uh, Andreas has with, uh, Uh, estephan's character uh, martha and martha and 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 being this um you know relationship that was one that is basically uh of love lost or love lorn. um and so you find out that andreas has written her um a a piece song yes a song that is basically him confessing his feelings for her and and order to kind of really have this second chance he ha- he wants to deliver the song because he gets an invite to see Marta perform one last time in concert um and then the story kind of takes a little bit of a turn which isn't maybe to be not suspected but there's this whole sort of idea that you know this this the, the song needs to travel and again I don't want to spoil anything because I don't yeah. know what is spoiler here yeah but essentially vivo teams up with a uh, family member of andre uh, andreas and and that family member is gabby who is this kind of nonconformist adolescent um who recently lost her father and her relationship with her mother uh rosa is one that is a little bit more sort of um fatigued in a way because you see that you know rosa wants gabby to you know find friends and join this girls guides kind of thing and, yeah. and sort of all do that girl but scouts yeah. girl scouts kind of thing and and ultimately what you have is this weird relationship between uh vivo and gabby and how they kind of make their way across key west to miami to get this song uh to you marta to- yeah
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I. I thought it was, you know, a perfectly enjoyable, uh, kids' flick. Like I will say, um, Gabby, I thought was a wonderful character. And and going back to that behind the scenes thing that I I went to for Netflix, like, um, the filmmakers talked about, um, kind of, uh, you know, this character was inspired by, um, one of the, uh, the writer's, uh, sister, and and you know, she based it right on her sister, and she just always loved her sister for being essentially, what uh Gabby is in this movie and uh the one thing i didn't like is the from the music standpoint um I thought a lot of the songs were catchy or toe tapping and, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, is very good at what he does and, and um, the music is great and authentic and, and uh, but the stuff with Gabby, when it kind of goes into the more modern sounding music, it feels, like I get that that's what they're trying to represent with the character of being different and, and following her own way and, and things like that. But like some of her songs, I just didn't, like i felt weirdly out of place and didn't you're talking about the the beat of my own drum that one yeah 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 well that almost
1: feels less of the character as an individual and that kind of feels closer to lin-manuel miranda again and i know that he did all the music in terms of the score and 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 soundtrack but that Again, doesn't feel like it was written by an adolescent girl. It feels like it was written by Lynn manuel Miranda, the way that it's almost sampling sort of the Afro-Latin beat, but also combining aspects of, um, you know, auto-tune and modern sort of styles yeah. of
0: synth and, and, and sort it of just didn't, percussion. That, that didn't really work for me and i know the the team that worked on this is essentially the same team that you know made in the heights with him the original play and stuff like that so you get a lot of that which i already alluded to with you know the culture and and you know different cultures but still kind of showcasing stuff we don't see on screen that often And, and i think that's very important and then the music represents that and um and i think there's a lot of good stuff and i think like overall i i felt sort of indifferent by the end of it but i didn't hate watching it and and nothing was grating and like we mentioned michael rooker pops up as this uh giant snake who hates noise and like um (laughs) as a python yeah python and i thought that was kind of fun but like you can see a lot of this stuff is from pretty familiar from other kids movies that you've probably seen from disney and other studios and stuff like that like um but you know i I, lin-manuel miranda who i don't always love um as a performer or an actor um (laughs) a live action person (laughs) like i think he's very talented but like um i think he works as as vivo like as a as a voice actor and and um not enough uh, tongue though kinkachus (laughs) kinkachus yeah. <laughs> have very long tongues yeah eric sent me a picture of a kikachu that just has this giant ass tongue um you don't get any of that so the authenticity of the Kinkajou, even though that was one of the things they showed us behind the scenes too is like they had like an animal person come in and say like how much research they did about all of that we just think stared is- <laughs> at a kikachu for a few <laughs> for hours hours <laughs> um so yeah i don't know like i don't have much else to say this will be one of our shorter reviews but like i i feel like if you have a young kid and you know it, colorful you know kids musicals are their thing i think they're gonna enjoy this right like if you want an introduction to lin-manuel miranda sure you probably already got that in moana and and uh some other stuff but i feel like in the heights adjacent if you want like a, a kids version uh of that because it's the same team essentially that made that um you're gonna get at least when it comes to the writer and the and the music uh, is all the same team and, and obviously lin-manuel but um, I had like, it was perfectly hit exactly how I thought it was going to be, which is a perfectly decent kids movie. And I don't really have anything more to say about it or any huge negatives. It just kind of, like you said, with Annette, another musical, which we recently reviewed, that's very different for adults, obviously. And no Kinkachu and Annette, no Kinkachu, uh, no Pikachu, uh, Sparks does the music for that. And, um, I think it's a more ambitious movie. Yes. Than, than, so then than that's Bevo. where it fails for you. Right. Yeah. Where, where it's something we talked about in free guy as well, where it's like, this is only striving to be a certain thing. Right. And if it hits that it's perfectly fine. So you might give a better rating to a Vivo or a free guy than a net or a close to the same review in both, even though one is more ambitious and then you were, you wanted something more from something where I didn't necessarily want anything more from Vivo. It just kind of hit everywhere it was supposed to hit and it was totally fine. Right. Where yeah. Annette for the most falls.
1: part, it, it like Vivo to me when watching it almost felt like I was watching One of those forgotten 90s animated movies, whether they be from like Don Bluth, like The Pebble and the Penguin, or like even like The Quest for Camelot. i I remember enjoying them as a kid but i don't really remember too much about them now other than stand the test of time yeah and this is kind of almost what vivo falls into where it's like like you know 10 20 years from now it'll be one of those weird animated off wires that i think will only be remembered as something that lin-manuel miranda was a part of and and like the only time i like i i I enjoyed hearing michael rooker's python but uh and and not liking that noise but i think the only time i genuinely kind of like laughed or chuckled with the play or the quality of like it having kind of a joke in it is that brian tyree henry's character is named uh dan carino which is just a joke (laughs) on dan marino Marino, and just being a miami dolphins fan and and like that like that's the only like miami dolphin or football reference i know yeah so because
0: of ace ventura specifically and the 90s in general right so it kind
1: of works there and it's weird and and like you said dan
0: carino is funny yeah (laughs) it
1: it is pretty funny um and And like you said, I think some of the best stuff animation wise is the two D stuff. Like, yeah, there's one
0: sequence that's really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I think that there, like, you have this two D animated sequence where it's it's basically in this beautiful light blue, but also kind of neon drenched um, style. And there's another movie that actually came out about a. 11 years ago that a lot of people have been comparing it to um, called uh, Chica and uh, Chico and Rita, um, which is another kind of film that takes, that's about this sort of young, um, afro latin couple in cuba that are musicians and trying to make it and and one of them kind of becomes more successful than the other but it's all but human based it's not there's no talking animals or anything like that but it's still animated um so yeah it's it's totally fine i think that again you know he's all about rhythm and rhyme and you can tell that that's there with this and and the songs work contextually within the piece and they're easy digestible pieces of music, even some of the stuff that's a little bit more contemporary. Um, but I like the idea that he is bringing in sort of elements from Cuba specifically yeah. and sort of, you know, the Bu Vista social uh, club and stuff like that yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and what have you. But yeah, it just, it, it kind of, it's one of those movies that's just very disposable. Like there's not really anything that's worth kind of saying like, Oh, I'll remember this years from now, you know, or, or like there's just, there's there's nothing there. Not even not even really a song that you could take out of this movie and be like, oh yeah, that I, like that was nominated for best song at the Oscars that year, and it yeah. plays on the radio all the time now.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. And then I will say with the 2D, um, James Baxter, who was an animator for Disney, he did Ariel and the Little Mermaid, a Belle and Beauty and the Beast, Rafiki and the Lion King, Quasimodo and Hunchback of Notre Dame, was the guy who did the 2D animation in this. So. Um, Yeah, uh, the 2D stuff is great, but there's really only like maybe kind of one sequence that uses that. So I kind of wanted more of like, again, that's something that I talked about with the Sony Pictures animation stuff, like uh, to differentiate themselves and, you know, uh, kind of compete with the likes of Pixar and, and, and Disney and stuff like that. I would love to see them kind of do even more of that in all of their movies right like make that their distinctive style which you're starting to see after spider-verse and mitchell's versus the machines and a little bit in this so i feel like you know they will kind of move away from you know the angry birds kind of uh hotel transylvania even uh kind of style of just 3d animation and kind of do something a little bit more uh creative and and you're seeing a little bit of that but yeah I, i agree with you that this is um you know, perfectly fine, if not disposable kind of kids, uh, entertainment that I feel like, yeah, it's on Netflix. You could easily throw this on for your either very young kids or anyone between, you know, the three and 10 years old. And I feel like it'll occupy them for, you know, a modest running time of 99 minutes. So uh, I'm going to give the movie a three out of five. Um, I I thought it was perfectly fine. I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. I just, You know, mostly
1: forgettable, but if you're watching it at the time, it'll keep your interest, as you mentioned, both, you know, young kids and, you know, adults having to review it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> fair uh thank you all for listening uh we have a lot of other reviews that you guys can check out right here on this channel uh speaking of musicals we also have a review of the aforementioned annette very different don't show that to your kids probably <laughs> um and then uh reviews for free guy which we also mentioned the suicide squad the green knight um uh jungle crew still water zola uh, snake eyes uh old um, tons of stuff. And we'll F9 have nine
1: with Michael Rooker. Uh, yeah.
0: Lots of Michael Rooker. And then, the uh, summer of Rooker. Speaking of Rooker, um, you can, uh, our, what if review will be up on uh, Tuesday as well. So, uh, Tuesday the 10th. So if you guys are listening to this beforehand, stay tuned for that. Our Marvel studios, what if, um, please go check out our other show, uh, the untitled movie podcast where our 98th draft, uh, is now available for you or will be on Monday, the 9th. Um, Eric and I talk about the Tiff Midnight Madness program and uh, a Cop Shop. Is that what that movie was called? You told oh, me yeah. to watch the trailer. It so uh, dumb. And, and 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 a lot more. So go check out our ninety eighth draft. Our ninety seventh draft is also available. Where Tim Gettys filled in for Tim Geddes of Kind of Funny filled in for Eric who had a bad migraine. Um, Eric survived. He's back. As you heard throughout this whole episode. So um, I'm actually just an AI. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and then, Untitled Movie Conversations. Um, go check that out as well. Uh, coming up on that hundredth episode soon. Stay tuned. Uh, go check out us on Letterbox HQ at Untitled Podcasts. All of our social links. Our ranked lists of different franchises, our reviews, our ratings, everything's over there. So go check that out. Untitled underscore cast on all those other social medias. And as always, you can uh, find more of my work around the internet, mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck.
1: Oh, and also listen to Matt on uh, kind of funny reaction. Oh, for uh, Green Knight. Thanks.
0: I got to keep plugging that. I forgot. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yes. That's all I got to say. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, You can find more of uh, my reviews at slash cinema scene, and I'm on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. I took a half a point off because there was no Will Smith reference.
0: Fair.